Welcome to the Red Arrow F1 podcast. My name is Lucas. Uh, the first race I watched was Monaco 2018. Uh, I'm a fan of the Silver Arrows. My favorite driver is Sue Lewis Hamilton. Hi, my name is Alexander. Uh, my first race I watched was Abu Dhabi 2021. My favorite team is Ferrari, and my favorite driver is Charles Leclerc. Hi, I'm Jake. My first race I watched was Monza 2020. I am a Max Verstappen fan and a Red Bull fan. Alright, so we're going to be starting off with some news for the for the future. Uh, going on to 2023, uh, some news with the calendar. Uh, it will be likely 24 races, and France will not be on the calendar. And there is a possibility of a Nice street circuit for 2024, but it will not. France will not be on the calendar for 2023. And more current, we're going to be talking about Lewis Hamilton's current form. Lewis has five podiums, uh, P3 in Canada, P3 in Britain, P3 in Austria, P2 in France, and P2 in Hungary. Uh, just amazing performances in the car he has been dealt. Um, yeah, I mean, Mercedes didn't have the dream start in, in the 2022 season, but... Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes have definitely recovered through the past five races. I think Lewis getting all podiums, Mercedes just doing a great job. So I think they're improving from the start. I think they're going to have a great car in next season. What I've heard is that Mercedes doesn't have the best car. I don't watch F1 that much. And I've heard that uh, Mercedes doesn't have the best car. However, I've heard that the performance by Mercedes has been up. So, Toto has stated to Lewis's future that Lewis could spend a possible five to ten years at Mercedes past his 2023 uh, contract. Uh, And Toto has said that Lewis could do 400 races. And Hamilton responded to this by saying that he has plenty of fuel in the tank. Uh, I think 10 is an insane amount. I don't think he'll last that long. But I could see potentially five uh, trying to get his eighth world championship. I agree with their point. I think if Mercedes does end up having a good car for the next five to ten years and Lewis is satisfied with his results, he's going to want to stay at Mercedes. But if the car does disappoint him, he might look for offers from better teams. But we'll see what the future looks like. Yeah, I think I think Lewis will stay with Mercedes till retirement. Uh, so whether that be next year, in five years, uh, the future will hold. And Lewis has made an Instagram account called Plus44World. Uh very secretive it's it's private it was private and it's been letting people in uh the account currently has two posts uh there's lots of rumors about what this could be personally i think it might be a fashion brand it might release a clothing line or something like that but it could it could be a lot and there's also a website that you can go on yeah um not quite sure what the insta account is but Fashion um, company does sound like a good guess, but again, not sure. So moving on to the team that Lewis is 
Lewis drives for Mercedes currently sit only 30 points away from Ferrari coming out of the summer break and they are currently in third after their eight years of dominance and after two back-to-back driver team and driver championships they are exiting Formula E to focus Mercedes's motorsport activities on Formula One. I think that this will bring more money to the Formula uh, Formula One team, and I think that this this unlucky year uh, came at them as a surprise. I don't I don't think that they're expecting this to happen, so I think they're trying to focus their money and resources on to Formula One. Yeah, um, it's good news for F1. Mercedes fans, definitely not Formula E Mercedes fans, but um, yeah, you're getting more money and it should lead to a better next season. Uh, Juan Pablo Montoya, uh, XF1 driver, says that Mercedes are planning to bring a big upgrade to Spa, and Toto says that he hopes to challenge Red Bull and Ferrari for wins in the next nine races this coming after their awful performance in the first couple of races that they have regained in the past five races. And to celebrate 55 years of AMG, Mercedes will run a retro livery for both of their cars. It's their 55th year as a company. Uh, Great innovations, great vehicles. Uh, I think their best vehicle is second on the Nürburgring in time currently. And just been an amazing company, so they're trying to honor their 55th year. Yeah, um, Total Wolf stating that they're gonna fight for wins in the next nine uh, races. I think the goal's a little ambitious. Um, Max has been so dominant, and Red Bull's car has been great, but I do think podiums are going to come their way but race uh, race wins might be more challenging and I think they won't get as many of those as they're hoping yeah I do think that Mercedes will be on the podium consistently uh I would love for Lewis to win a race this season uh it would be fantastic he would keep that record of winning a race every season he's competed in uh wish that could happen at silverstone or his home race or hungry to get him another record but moving on to the future uh the 2026 uh, engine regulations have just come out or not just but they came out about a week ago uh 100 sustainable fuel less fuel needed uh no more uh no more MGUH which is likely the return of turbo lag and the MGUK power almost tripling to 350 kilowatts and it collects more braking power which is overall just more sustainable as a person who is into sustainability i do think it's great because Formula One definitely isn't the most sustainable um, sport, and I think it's good in their efforts trying to um, reduce their carbon footprint. 
Yeah, this could be a first step to getting rid of the carbon emissions there. Yeah, yeah there should be z- zero carbon emissions after these regulations take place. And I think the 100% sustainable fuel speaks to what could happen in the future of all cars. Uh, With a lot of companies going electric, this may be a way for that not to happen for people that still like an engine. But as as a society, we do need to evolve past fossil fuels. And we need to adapt sustainable ways. That might be one of... That might be an innovation that could help more people than just 20 cars on the track. Alright, moving on. Uh, speaking more to the craziness of this summer break. Silly season, which started off with Sebastian Vettel retiring at 35 years old. Uh, 15 years was his career, 290 race starts, four championships from 2010 to 2013, 53 wins, and 122 podiums, 57 poles, and 38 fastest laps. What what a career. That He has one of the most dominant primes of any driver in the history of the sport. Uh... Most would say it's the best prime. Uh, it's sad to see him leave, but he needs to prioritize his family. Uh, yeah, very, very dominant F1 career. Um, those stats he read, absolutely incredible. And sad to see him leave, but we know how good, how good he uh he was. And with him retiring, Fernando announced that he is moving to Aston Martin. Uh, it's, it seems to be a multi-year contract, which is surprising for a man in his 40s. But he does seem to be on top form. And I feel like him moving from Alpine, who's fighting for fourth in the championship, down to Aston Martin, I f- feel like that has to suggest the Alpine might have problems. I don't think that most drivers would make that move. And it does probably come with a good amount of money from a Lawrence Stroll, but it, it could suggest something about Alpine. They moved in by um, Alonso, but see if it has up in or not. Yeah, and I understand this is kind of a recap of all the news, but for Alexander, we're trying to teach him F1 because me and Jake have been uh, F1 fans for a while, or I should say Jake and I for uh, my English teacher. Uh, So after Fernando announcing his move to Aston, Alpine immediately announced that Piastri would take Fernando's seat. And Piastri immediately said no, that he was not taking the Alpine seat, which leaves people to think that Piastri will take Ricardo's seat at McLaren. Uh, It's practically confirmed, but it's not official. But earlier today, Daniel Ricardo said that his contract has been terminated with McLaren and he will not be driving for them in 2023. Uh, This is a most likely eight-figure settlement 
Daniel says it was a mutual agreement. Uh, it's sad to see him leave, but he does have tons of prospects. He has loads of places to go, and he still has he still has the hunger to fight fight for wins if given the right car, if given the right setup. Yeah. Um. Definitely a little bit of a disappointing season. Daniel Ricardo himself. Um, but again, McLaren is not the best car, so you can't understand. Um, maybe reason why he isn't doing so well. Yeah, I think it's been a disappointing four years of Ricardo's career. Being at Red Bull was. He was fighting for wins. Uh, he got seven wins there. And it was going great, but the environment wasn't right, so he had to move move to Renault. That didn't suit him. Went to McLaren. He did get a win. His, his season at McLaren in 2021, it was rocky. It started off rocky, but he did lead the 1-2 at Monza. And then it seemed like it was the same story uh, this year. He's been it, it's been rocky, fifty seven points behind Norris. Uh, in the same car. It it says something. It has to say something. By love Ricardo, as I said, my first race that I watched was Monaco twenty eighteen. His that was a fantastic victory by him. Yeah. Um. For me, I slowly got into F1, so there wasn't one race where I really hooked onto the sport, but eventually I did get very invested. Yeah, and uh, he has prospects. He can... I think there are six seats without definitive people sitting in them for next year. Uh, If Schumacher goes to Alpine... Or even if Schumacher doesn't go to Alpine and Gunther thinks that he's been underperforming, uh, Daniel has been in contact with Haas. So he could go there. He could also go back to Alpine. Um, So he could go to NASCAR, which he's definitely a fan of. There's lots of different places for Ricardo to go. I don't think he'll retire from motor racing. But... It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah, uh, on, his, on his Twitter announcement, he actually gave me a heart attack. Well, I first saw him on Twitter. Actually, he almost gave me a heart attack. Uh, he said that 2022 will be his last year. Then he paused for like a second. And I, I, I almost died. Then he said, I have McLaren. And I was like, thank God. I was, I was terrified at that point. But moving on to Mick Schumacher, uh, he is one of the candidates that could move to Alpine. He has not been getting in the points as uh, as much as Gunther would like. Uh, he seems to be he has so much pressure from German sponsorships, and his last name gives him a ton of pressure. So he's 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 been underperforming this season, but he is he is a candidate to move to Alpine. So hopefully it works out for Schumacher. I do believe 
that he deserves a spot in F1. And Antonio Giovinazzi will take part in two FP1 sessions at the Italian and U.S. Grand Prix for Haas. So if Schumacher goes to Alpine, it's most likely between Daniel and and Antonio for that that seat. Yeah. Um, Mick definitely does have talent in F1. You could say it's in the genes. Um, but yeah, his season for F1 this year hasn't been the best, but he's definitely staying in the sport, and I think he'll end up doing great. Yeah, so during FP1 at Spa, Liam Lawson will uh, take over for Pierre as part of the program that, uh, the young driver program that means that each team or each driver has to give up one of their FP1 runnings to a driver that's not an F1. So Liam Lawson, part of the Red Bull Academy, will take that, take FP1 for Pierre. And anti-porpoising the new anti-porpoising regulations or initiative or whatever they're calling it uh said to benefit mercedes uh as they they didn't want to change it their their ride heights and different things early in the season during azerbaijan where lewis had back problems uh, they didn't want to change it but they have been doing better and those are said to uh, to benefit Mercedes, get them so that should get them closer to their rivals of uh, or not really rivals, but to their competitors of uh, Red Bull and Ferrari. And looking at the forecast, there's possible rain for this weekend, so. Uh, Great time, especially at Spa with Ovenger. Uh, and especially with what happened last year, a good uh, four hours of uh, watching the garage and then uh, two laps. So, you know, hopefully it's not too bad, but hopefully, hopefully it's, it's, it's a little, hopefully there's a little rain, but not too bad. Spice things up at Spa. Yeah. And after Landon Norris' crash uh, during Q3 last year, uh, they have decided to change some of the layouts. Uh, they have extended the runoff of Eau and Radion. Uh, they have a new layout at Speaker's Corner, most likely for uh, to get motorcycles back. And they have added gravel in various different places. Uh, this also coming, it's the third year anniversary of Antoine Huber's death uh, at Eau Rouge, so it's very, it's needed that they extended that runoff. Yeah, definitely for the safety of the drivers racing that circuit, um, definitely feels better that they have extended the runoff. Yeah, and Spa's future isn't decided 
it's it's fan it's beloved by fans uh and i think these layouts these layout changes do uh increase the possibility of them staying i hope they stay spa stays as a race it's one of my favorite races i'd probably put it at number two uh, um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Spa is definitely very entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's just a fantastic track. Great moments. And to finish it off, I think we should do predictions for this race weekend. What we think will happen. So I, I think I'll start off on pole. I'm predicting Lewis Hamilton. He has six poles. Uh, at Spa, four wins. He's been in great form, and Mercedes should be better with uh, upgrades that will come and the technical directive. And it's also possibly wet weather qualifying, and as uh, Silverstone 2008 proved, uh, he's very good in the wet. And then taking the win, I have Max Verstappen. As much as it pains me to say, he is the best driver currently. Uh, he has a pole at this track last year. He technically has a win, but eh, it's shaky. Um, he got half points for it. Uh, second, I have Lewis. Great form, as I said. Third, I have Russell. Uh, great qualifying in 2021, and then Mercedes should be better, of course. I should mention that this is the... <laughs> This is the same podium that it's been for the past two races. Uh, I think it will continue. And fastest lap I have Max. Best driver. As much as that pains me to say. Uh, passing it on to Jake. Predictions. Yeah. Um. So for the race win, I think it is going to be Max for Sherpin. Um. He has been so dominant, as you have said, and for the potential rain, I don't think that will affect him. Yeah, Max Max, Max is also good in the rain. His uh, save at Brazil, one of, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, for P2, if the rain holds, I am going to go ambitiously Carlos Sainz. Um... I do think he's very good in the rain, and he's driving a very good car. So I do think he has potential in Spa. Um, for P3, could go a lot of different ways. I think I am going to go for Lewis Hamilton at P3. Um, I think that Max Verstappen is going to get first. Like Lucas and Jacob said, he's just the best driver on the track. For P2, uh, I think Hamilton will win because Mercedes has been picking it up. And I think P3 can go a lot of ways. And going back to Jake's predictions, uh, Carlos Sainz in P2, I think he definitely has the talent in the car to get there. Just 
Ferrari strategies have not been on point in the past couple of races. They've it's it's been a mess. So that that's why I don't have Ferrari in my podium. I don't they don't they seem to stick with what they've been doing. I don't think they're gonna change much. Uh, I think Charles's championship hopes are are practically gone by at this point. Yeah, um I think Ferrari's strategy definitely has been terrible and if it rains that's also gonna have to involve a difficult strategy, but I think they can hold on and I am pretty confident with the signs P two. I uh any other things before we uh, close it off? No. No? All right. Thank you for listening to the, to our podcast. Uh, please uh, follow or whatever different platform. Uh, please support the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'd, we really appreciate it. And thank you for listening.